So you find yourself in this pattern of getting angry with your children or your teenagers. And it's something you want to break down, which is why you've clicked on this video. Well, first of all, just give yourself some grace. We've all been there before. Sometimes things just hit you the wrong way and you start to lose it, right? Well, today I'm going to talk about three different phases. I have some strategy in three different phases. First phase is how can you go back and repair some damage caused by the last time that you got angry? Then the next phase is going to be what do you do in the moment when you start to feel it coming on? If there's some strategies there to help you get through that moment and maybe not get into that angry place. And then finally, preventative strategies. How can we prevent that from even coming up in the first place? So those are the three things we'll talk about today. So let's get started. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Jim White, and I'm an author coach and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. And today we're gonna to be talking about some strategies to help you manage your anger when you get angry with your children. And again, we're gonna talk about three phases that, you know, what do you do to repair any damage caused? What can you do in the moment, the heat of the moment? And then also, what can we do from a preventative standpoint to help prevent it from coming the next time? Before we get started though, I wanted to let you know that I do have a free resource for you. I have 10 things you should never do or should stop doing as a parent, and then what you can do instead. And this resource is available at the website familyenrichmentacademy.com. So go there and you can download that free resource. So let's get started. We're going to start by talking about what you can do to go back and repair any damage caused by the last time that you got angry. So you've had this situation pop up and you got angry with your children and you yelled at them and now you feel bad. And so you want to know, is there something you can do to help repair any damage caused? And the answer is absolutely yes, there certainly is. And it really starts with you taking on a little remorse and apologizing to your child. You can go to them and simply say, you know what, I'm really sorry I yelled at you. It's not an appropriate way for me to act simple process right you just acknowledge it and you get a chance to be vulnerable too and, and being vulnerable can be a great way to build connection with your child and this is so you get kind of double duty out of this you get a chance to repair that damage but you're also building connection for the future and you just and you do that by being vulnerable by just acknowledging that this is something you feel like you need to work on so you say to the child you know I've caught myself in this pattern of getting angry and yelling, and it's really something I feel like I need to get better at, and that's something I'm committed to do going forward. So can you see how you're just you're setting that example? And that's the other really awesome thing that you're doing here is you're setting the example. It's like a growth mindset. You're saying to the child, you know, I'm willing to grow and learn and develop and be better and that I can be better tomorrow than I was today. And just having that conversation sets an example. You're modeling that behavior for your child which then allows you, you know, when they, maybe they get angry from time to time, you guys can work on it together. I mean, how awesome would that be? But it all starts with you going back and acknowledging that there's an opportunity for growth there in which you're here watching this video, so you must recognize that, and just apologizing, saying, you know what, it really wasn't the right thing to do. There's a better way to handle that situation. So do those things and you'll be able to repair that damage and set the stage for growth for both you and your child. So now we've gotten past that initial stage of repairing maybe damage from the last time you got upset. 
And we're going to move to the next phase, which is if you start to feel that uh, anger come on again the next time, what do you do? Well, the first step here, it's an awareness exercise. And so what you need to do is really be mindful and aware when you start to feel that, that energy build up and, and, and an event happening that triggers you to start to get angry. And the key thing is to create a pause. Once you start to feel that, be very intentional about creating a pause. And then what you do from there is you need to remove or get away from, you know, divert yourself away from whatever is triggering that for the moment. Because you need to regain composure, right? Before you move forward, you got to regain composure. And so literally, if, let's say you start to feel it uh, come up and you're with your child and you could say something like, you know what? I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little angry here and I know I don't respond well when that happens. So I need to take a break for a minute. And then you turn and you leave. If the child's too little, maybe um, you can have another, an older sibling come in and take care of them for a minute. The point is you have that awareness to recognize when that's starting to come up for you, create that pause and then do something to um, have that energy or that anger be able to dissipate a little bit. One day, you know, when you go away, <clears throat> you know, sometimes there is a physical energy to it. So do something physical, take a walk, um, you know, go outside and do some calisthenics or work out a little bit. You can do something like that. Also, another interesting technique sometimes is just to write, you know, get a piece of paper out journal and sort of make note of what's going on, what you're feeling, what you're experiencing and more importantly, what triggered it. That's gonna help us in that next phase when we start talking about preventing it from happening before. So a great exercise would be to journal a little bit, you know, catch yourself, step away, get a piece of paper, and just document what was happening and what you were experiencing. That allows you to release that, that negative, angry energy, but at the same time, it creates a little record that we can use in this next phase of trying to prevent this from happening again. So you start to feel it come up, just be, you have to be aware. It's an awareness exercise. Create that pause, find a way to divert yourself or redirect into something else to allow yourself to regain composure. Next, we're gonna talk about preventative strategies. What you can do to prevent this anger from coming up in the first place. So now we're gonna talk about what you can do to prevent becoming anger, you know, to break that pattern, that's the goal. And I want to start with a, pers or a perspective shift for you. And this shift is around the idea of what's causing you to get angry. And a lot of times when we say, when I ask a parent, for example, what's causing you to get angry, they say, well, my child did this. And so they point to the circumstance or the issue is creating the anger. And what I want you to think about for a minute is it's not the circumstance that creates the anger, it's your interpretation of that circumstance. That's what's creating the anger for you. And in many cases, your interpretation is that what's happening is wrong or it's not right or it shouldn't be happening this way. <clears throat> it's kind of contradictory and it's going against something that you believe is right. And so part of what we're gonna do is we're gonna identify what those triggers are. So that's, that's step one here in this preventative mode is to identify what is it that's triggering and what is it that you feel like is not right or not the way it should be. And then we need to shift that interpretation. That's what we wanna to do to, so that it doesn't create that anger for you. Now, if I remember in the last stage, we talked about 
creating a little journal, writing down what happened. Go back and look at that and see if you can identify maybe, and a lot of times there's only three or four different things that may be the source of the trigger that creates a lot of anger for you. So let's just say that it's your child is uh, doesn't pick up after themselves and they leave a mess everywhere they go and their room's a mess. You know, it's the, in that realm is what's creating the anger for you. So your interpretation is that that's not right. You know, they should do a better job of that. And so what we need to do is, is say, is step back for a minute and ask yourself, how else can I look at this situation? What else could be going on here? Where is there an opportunity for me to help my child grow and develop and for me to grow and develop? Can you see how I'm shifting that perspective around that circumstance? And what'll happen then is the next time you walk in and there's a mess there, rather than it setting you off and having you get angry, you say, oh, this is an opportunity Let's, you know, for me to help my child grow or for me to have some compassion and, and work with my child for them to um, do a better job next time. It's a growth or learning opportunity. And that has a completely different feel to it than if you just see it as being wrong and you trying to control or make your child do something. So it's a matter of perspective. That's what we're after here. We want to shift the, the way we look at those particular triggers and come up with them. And, and what I would throw out for you is this idea that the current interpretation that you have is disempowering. It's disempowering to you and it's disempowering to your child. And so if it's disempowering, we, we need to let that go. And we need to look for an interpretation that's more empowering, one that helps us to move forward. And so again, I, ask, I would suggest that you ask those questions. How else can I look at this? How could this be a good thing? How could we learn and grow from this particular situation? Those are the kind of questions that are gonna help you come up with a different interpretation. You're gonna reframe that particular event and now when it happens, it's gonna feel different and you won't have that anger come up. So that's what we wanna to try to do is continue to look for ways to reinterpret those events. So there you have it. Some ideas and strategies around three different phases. You know, one, what to do to repair damage caused, what you can do in the heat of the moment, and then how you can prevent that anger from coming up in the first place. So give those a try. And it's all about growth and development. And then sometimes you'll fail, sometimes you won't. You won't fail, you'll have some success, but that's okay, that's all part of it. And if you do fail, give yourself some grace and move on to the next time because you can always get better and there's always hope to get better than tomorrow, I mean, to have tomorrow be better than today. So anyway, uh, before we sign off, I just want to let to remind you that I do have that free resource for you, those 10 things you need to stop doing as a parent and what you can do instead. And then, so you can find that on the website at familyenrichmentacademy.com. So be sure to download that and check it out. I think you'll find a lot of value there. As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along that parenting journey. It just it really is fulfilling and I just love being able to help. And if you have questions, you know, put them down in the comments and we'll, we'll see if we can help guide you to a solution, again, that's gonna be empowering for you and for your children. Until next time, remember, a change in perspective changes everything.